0: a warning about a rapist released from jail
1: ludicrous that um, these type of people can come back um, into a community where they
2: committed the crimes
0: after 22 years why he's still a high risk to reoffend
2: a setback for those opposed to the trans Mountain
3: pipeline this is a huge victory for Alberta we continue to believe that we have the authority and the responsibility. To protect our environments and economy. Today's court ruling
4: and why it's not the end of the fight.
0: And looking for new leads in the Lindsay Buziak murder.
4: I don't feel it's acceptable that we should have to wait years for a murder to be solved.
0: Her father hopes Dr. Phil can help do what investigators can't.
3: You're watching Global BC. This is Global News Hour at 6.
2: Good evening and thanks for joining us. There is anger tonight over the release of a dangerous sex offender back into the community where he committed many of his crimes.
0: RCMP say Aaron Wayne Giles is living in Surrey and poses a high risk to reoffend. Remina Dea has more on Giles history and how Surrey's mayor is reacting to the new resident. After more than
5: two decades in jail, 45-year-old Aaron Wayne Giles has moved home, back to Surrey, where he sexually assaulted multiple victims.
6: Today, Surrey RCMP has issued a public interest warning under the Privacy Act of Canada regarding a dangerous sex offender who poses a high risk to re-offend.
5: Surrey RCMP has handcuffed, unable to release Giles' exact location because of privacy laws. Uh, I think that's a little bit scary considering how many young families are in the area. The mayor outraged.
1: I think it's absurd, to be honest with you, ludicrous that um, these type of people can come back um, into a community where they committed the crimes and their victims have to face this all over again that um, live in that community.
5: The community of Newton terrorized in the early 90s after a series of two-man gang rapes, according to court documents. The victims, young single women living alone or with children in ground floor suites. In 1997, Giles was sentenced to 22 years behind bars after pleading guilty to six counts of break-and-enter and sexual assault. His co-accused given 18 years. This is understandably
6: upsetting for people in Surrey. This is not something that we choose. This is something that um, this person has chose to come back to our community. Giles released on 10 conditions.
5: He must stay away from his victims and he cannot possess weapons or tools for restraint, including duct tape, rope, or wire. One condition missing, being able to move back to the scene of the crime, says the mayor.
1: I think we need to be looking at changing the legislation and make sure that conditions are put on these type of people um, that prevent them from coming back um, into the communities where they um, committed their crimes.
5: Ramina Dea, Global News.
2: And a warning tonight from Vancouver Police following the daytime sexual assault of a woman inside her own home. Jordan Armstrong joins us now live with more on the disturbing details here. Jordan, investigators believe the man followed the victim home from a bus stop.
3: And Chris, that bus stop is on East 41st Avenue at Earl Street in the Killarney neighborhood. This happened in the middle of the day yesterday around 1130 a.m. The victim all of a sudden realized she'd forgotten something at home, so she left that bus stop, walked southbound on Earl Street, but the guy followed her at least four blocks to her residence. Inside, police say she was attacked and sexually assaulted. The
7: suspect ran away. The suspect in this assault is an Asian male, he's about 40 years old, he has short black hair and an average build. He was wearing sunglasses, a white tank top, black shorts and sandals at the time.
3: Police are now looking for surveillance footage and urging witnesses to come forward. Asked if the victim, who's in her 20s, knew her attacker. Police didn't give a clear answer. They would only say that they're trying to determine all of the circumstances here. Chris? All right, Jordan, thank you.
0: Two men are now facing charges in connection with the robbery of a senior last month.
2: VPD released these surveillance images hoping for leads after the 77-year-old was followed from a payday loan store near Commercial Drive and North Grandview Highway and robbed. 25-year-old Duncan McCaffrey Fowler and 23-year-old Colton Reed Zalay, both of Richmond, have been charged with robbery. Fowler was arrested and has since been released while Zalay is now wanted on a Canada-wide warrant.
0: A big win today for the federal government and those pushing the Trans Mountain Pipeline. The B.C. Court of Appeal unanimously ruling the province has no jurisdiction to enact legislation that would restrict oil shipments. But as Jill Bennett reports, B.C. is
8: not giving up its fight.
3: We will be exercising our right to appeal to the Supreme Court of Canada.
8: Less than two hours after a unanimous 5-0 decision from BC's Court of Appeal was released, ruling the BC government does not have the jurisdiction to restrict what flows through the Trans Mountain pipeline, a swift response assuring residents the fight isn't over.
3: We believe that we have the right uh, and the authority constitutionally, except where the federal parliament says we don't, to regulate harmful substances that are brought into British Columbia however they get here.
8: But in the 66-page ruling, the appeal court justices make it clear. The pipeline project is not only a British Columbia project. The project affects the country as a whole and falls to be regulated, taking into account the interests of the country as a whole.
3: The citizens of British Columbia support Trans Mountain, the majority of them. So for them to see their government spending tax dollars to work against their own self-interest, it's a difficult place for any government to be in.
8: The B.C. government has vowed to use every tool in the toolbox to fight the project. On social media, Alberta's former premier took a swing back Friday, tweeting, turns out B.C.'s toolbox was more Fisher-Price than Dewalt." This is a good day for people with toolboxes all across Canada.
3: Uh, this is a, an affirmation that Canada is an economic union and that one province cannot block another province's resources and assets.
8: But those opposed to the pipeline expansion in B.C. say while they are disappointed, they remain committed to halting it.
4: We've seen already British Columbians uh, stand in the way of construction, and and that was just pre-construction work at the terminal. So uh, they essentially have to build something the size of a sky train from Edmonton to Burnaby. Um, and I you know, I think everybody knows how that's going to play
6: out.
8: The federal government has until June 18th to decide the future of the pipeline project. Jill Bennett, Global News.
0: All right, Keith Baldry joins us live with more on where we go from here. Keith, the Premier sounded like he was expecting this result. Yeah,
3: I don't think uh, anybody really had their hopes up that high uh, in the NDP government, even though publicly they were putting on a pretty brave face. Uh, So not a big surprise at this ruling. Maybe some surprise it was unanimous, uh, but the premier today making the point that this is actually what a bigger issue that uh, a lot of the constitutional laws were written a long time ago, and now provincial interests have sort of exceeded where they were at a uh, hundred years ago or so, and it involves more than just BC; other provinces trying to exercise their rights as well. Here's the premier. So, we always knew that as we were discussing where we go with environmental issues, issues that weren't contemplated when our Constitution was developed initially, back at the terms of Confederation and most recently in the 1980s when the Constitution was repatriated, these are areas of law that need to be defined. we said all along that it was probably likely a Supreme Court decision. And we don't know when that decision is going to come. It could be months away. As Jill Bennett reported, the federal government expected to d- decide in late ju- uh, June whether or not to give the green light to the project. It is expected to be a green light. But, folks, this is the only tool left in the toolbox for BC, the B.C. government. If they lose at the Supreme Court level, uh, then that's it. No more tools to play with.
0: All right, Keith. We'll see what happens. All right.
2: Surrey and Langley residents are overwhelmingly in support of a SkyTrain extension to connect the two cities, according to a new survey done by TransLink. But while the support is there, it doesn't solve the potential issue of cost overruns. John Wah has more on the survey results and how they'll be used by Surrey's mayor.
7: Public approval was all it took.
0: I think it's important to have that line to go there.
7: To put a SkyTrain line between Surrey and Langley. So many people moved out in the valley, you've got to service the valley more. The project would have no problem getting a financial green light.
9: I have a couple of doctors out there, so I think it would be great.
7: In fact, a recent TransLink survey about the SkyTrain project received record levels of support and engagement. We've only
10: had one other public engagement um, surpass the number of responses. We had 21,000 surveys completed during this three-week period.
7: So what exactly is a record-level response? Well, when it comes to a SkyTrain line on Fraser Highway between Surrey and Langley, in the city of Surrey, 82% of respondents are in support of the project. In the city of Langley, that jumps up to 90%. And in the township of Langley, a whopping 92% support.
1: What it does is bring the region together because the people in the region um, totally um, think that rapid transit SkyTrain is an important ingredient.
7: But regional solidarity unfortunately isn't enough to loosen the purse strings of the Mayor's Council. With the Surrey SkyTrain line out to Langley expected to be well above its current 1.6 billion dollar budget. Uh, the reality is that is likely not going to be enough funding to uh, to deliver SkyTrain all the way to to Langley. But right now we need to work under the budget that we have. So meeting the wishes of those surveyed will likely mean waiting for a third phase of funding.
1: We also are really need to have the committed funds from both the federal and province.
7: It seems even record level support can overcome what is likely the off track costs of this SkyTrain plan. Sean Hua, Global News.
0: Well, more evidence of trouble in Metro Vancouver's real estate market. Earlier this week, a new report dropped indicating $90 billion in lost home value over the past year. One of the areas seeing those drops is the North Shore, where, as Catherine Urquhart reports, prospective buyers can now find many homes for sale below their last purchase price.
11: It's a palatial home in West Vancouver's British properties with stunning panoramic views. Inside, marble floors, a home theater, and a walk kitchen. The seller initially listed it for 16880000 million. They've just unloaded it for eight, less than half.
7: Wow, I'll take two. Uh, that, I think it represents really the kinds of uh, changes that are happening. One has to admit that this, that these properties were probably outliers in how uh, properties are in the rest of the region. But then I think it's also how it perhaps signals the sizable changes that are happening in the
5: market.
11: This 9,500 square foot mansion on the same block also fire-sailed. Bought in 2015 for $11.28 million, it recently sold for 5.5. BC real estate being hit hard amid revelations money laundering pushed housing prices upwards of 20 percent. Much more in some areas.
12: It's unacceptable to have a housing market that's distorted and inflated by the proceeds of crime.
11: The Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver confirms homes in West Vancouver are being impacted more than any region of Metro Vancouver. On average, detached home prices down 15.7% over last year. With such instability, what's to come?
7: What it means for the overall market, I think, is really probably going to be determined over the next six months in terms of what's going to really be happening in terms of signals of what people are expecting uh, to, to, to buy and the kind of prices that uh, sellers could expect.
11: Unless, of course, prices drop even more. Katherine Cart, Global News.
0: A traffic jam at the top of the world. Why climbers are waiting around on Mount Everest with sometimes deadly results coming up on the news hour.
2: And doctored video of Donald Trump's political adversary, the attempt to discredit House Speaker Nancy Pelosi coming up later.
0: Right now, though, the father of a murdered Victoria realtor appearing on a popular daytime talk show today, hoping to spark new clues in a case that's gone cold.
2: Lindsay Buziak was just 24 years old when she was found stabbed to death more than a decade ago. Today, her dad appeared on Dr. Phil, taking aim at police. Kylie Stanton has more on his appearance and the advice he was given from the host. Hi, how are you? you?
10: For the past 11 years, Jeff Buziak has kept his daughter's memory alive. He's been relentless in his quest to find justice for Lindsay. Investigators believe the 24-year-old real estate agent was lured to this home just outside Victoria, thinking she was meeting prospective buyers. Instead, she was stabbed 54 times. It remains one of the most high-profile unsolved murder cases in Canada.
4: They're allowing killers to walk in the community Lindsay's friends and young women there are scared to the bone because it's unsolved.
10: Now, Buziak is putting his frustration with police in the spotlight. Well,
1: Jeff, I'm, I'm glad you're here. And
10: appearing on Dr. Phil this Friday in hopes of bringing more attention to the case.
4: Dr. Phil is the number one daytime TV show in North America, which is broadcast to 42 countries around the world.
10: The program highlights everything from Buziak's controversial website, where he publicly names those he suspects are responsible, to the dangerous visits he's paid to known gang members.
1: That's a good way to get shot. But
10: But the majority of the show focuses on his strained relationship with Saanich police.
4: The police have not been forthright with information or even what they're doing or suspects or anything.
10: Saanich Police would not comment today, but did provide this written statement to the show's producers, saying at no time has the investigation been declared a cold case, and an investigative team is presently assigned. We are aware of criticism from some family members. The details of our investigation must remain confidential. To that point, Dr. Phil offered some advice.
4: He said, I should try and be nicer to police, but I don't feel it's acceptable that we should have to wait years for a murder to be solved.
10: And so Buziak plans to continue taking matters into his own hands, not stopping until he fulfills his promise to his daughter and finds her killer.
4: I'm all
2: in.
10: Kylie Stanton, Global right, you News, you Victoria. Much. Thank you very
2: much. <laughs> Tragedy in Surrey where a woman has died in a fire at a homeless camp. I looked out my window and I saw there's like a huge blazing fire.
0: Witnesses reported the fire just before three this morning at a shed at the homeless encampment located on 97A Avenue and 137A Street. It went up in flames.
1: It was popping, crackling. Um, it was uh, about as almost as high as um, that pole there. It was just blazing. You could see the sparks and everything. Um, it took out like half that tree. It was actually hitting the power lines as well.
0: Fire crews quickly arrived on scene, but it was too late for one woman. No names have been released. The cause of the fire is not yet known. Surrey RCMP Serious Crimes Unit has taken over the investigation and is working with Surrey Fire and the BC Coroner Service. Containers full of rotting Canadian garbage sent to the Philippines will soon be on their way back to Canada. It will be burned at a Metro Vancouver waste treatment facility. 1,500 tons of mislabeled waste was shipped to the Philippines for disposal several years ago, but the Philippine government refused to accept it. Metro Vancouver now says it will take that garbage back and process it at its waste-to-energy facility in Burnaby. The site was selected because of its proximity to the Port of Vancouver and because it's authorized by the Canadian Food Inspection Agency to receive waste. This,
4: is, this was the furthest thing from a mine that garbage from Philippines would land
2: in our lap and we'd be dealing with it. But as I said, Metro Vancouver is a leader in North America in dealing
4: with waste and I think we're uniquely positioned to, to do it effectively, safely and, and I think it's a service to Canada, to the residents of Canada and the citizens to ensure that we do it properly.
2: Canadian air travellers are about to get relief from some of the nightmares that can ruin a trip.
0: The federal government has unveiled its new passenger rights rules, which include standards for financial compensation and regulations to relieve some of the pain of being stuck on the tarmac.
4: We're going to have a set of basic entitlements that apply to all air passengers in Canada. Whether you're flying to, from, or within
3: the
7: country, there's going to be a common set of rules, and that hasn't been
3: the case up until today. The federal government's new air passenger protection regulations lays out standards for all airlines that touch down here. We have the rules in place now. Finally, after two years, they're very, very clear. The airlines know what their obligations are. Among the highlights, airlines can hold passengers in a plane up to three hours plus up to 45 more minutes if takeoff is imminent. But through it all, they must provide food and drink and give access to washrooms. If flights are delayed before departure, travellers are entitled to a range of cash compensation, up to $1,000 for a delay of nine hours. If an airline overbooks and someone is denied boarding, they're entitled to between $900 and $2,400. And if baggage is lost or delayed, they'd qualify for up to $2,100. The CAA, a large travel agency, likes some of the new rules, but...
9: Thumbs down to the fact that the government just today is saying that they're going to be delaying most of these
3: by six months. Critic Gabor Lukacs says the package is flawed because airlines won't have to pay compensation in the case of unscheduled mechanical problems.
7: What we get here is incomparably worse to the european gold standard in europe if your flight is later canceled for maintenance issues that i has to pay no excuses
9: i find it uh, preposterous to suggest that an airline would
4: invent a maintenance problem to uh to not fly
3: and airlines are required to keep flyers who've been delayed updated every half hour Delay is one of the biggest sources of flyer frustration.
10: I missed a meeting. It, it will cost me some money.
4: I hope it has some teeth and, and it actually gets people help that they deserve.
8: At least if something does happen, obviously nobody's perfect, but I think that those regulations will really help.
3: Some new rules will take effect mid-July, but most won't become law until December. Sean O'Shea, Global News, Toronto.
2: The North Vancouver man might be in hot water with his parents losing both of their cars after being caught twice within hours for impaired driving. Police say the man in his 30s initially crashed into a parked car in the area of Capilano Road and Mont Royal Boulevard. When he failed roadside breath tests, police seized his driver's license and his car, which was actually his father's. About three hours later, police were called to another crash. It was the same man behind the wheel resulting in his mother's car also being impounded.
7: The reality is is it's crazy it's really dangerous and you know as unlucky as this guy may have been to have been caught twice and to have you know hit two parked cars on the same day as unlucky as he may have been to have gotten his both his parents cars uh, impounded I think he was pretty lucky that he didn't kill anyone.
9: I do so with no ill will, but with enormous and
10: enduring gratitude to have had the opportunity to serve the country
5: I love.
2: British Prime Minister Theresa May very close to breaking down as she announces that she'll be stepping down next month. May finally bowing to relentless pressure from her party to quit over her failure to take Britain out of the European Union on schedule. She'll stay on as a caretaker, Prime Minister, until the Conservatives choose a new leader and Prime Minister, likely by late July.
0: Well, the latest controversy in Washington, D.C. is highlighting a disturbing trend in dirty politics, altering video to make a politician look bad. The latest example is lifted from an appearance by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi at a conference on Wednesday, altered video posted online it's getting millions of views and it makes it appear she's slurring her words take a look at the real video followed by the doctored video
8: and then he had a press conference in the Rose Garden with all this um, short sort of visuals that obviously were planned and then he had a press conference in the Rose Garden with all this um, Sure, sort of visuals that obviously were planned
0: experts say the video was simply slowed down something almost anyone can do on a home computer donald trump's lawyer rudy giuliani is one of the people who retweeted the video before tweeting a partial apology youtube has taken it down but so far facebook has refused to do so
2: in health matters tonight, the provincial government is making a $20 million investment that many say is long overdue.
0: The funding matched by the First Nations Health Authority will upgrade First Nations treatment centers across B.C. Nadia Stewart has more on how the money will be spent.
10: It's a new $20 million investment to build, renovate and expand for First Nations-run wellness and healing centers in urban and rural communities across B.C.
12: It's being called the first significant investment in Indigenous treatment in a generation. A contribution matched by the First Nations Health Authority, who took over from Health Canada in 2013. In total, $40 million. We've been really maintaining status quo for probably decades now. So to have a, a burst of... Uh, funds and support and conversation and dialogue, it's going to make a significant difference in closing those gaps for uh, Indigenous people to access these health care services. First Nations people have been disproportionately affected by the opioid crisis. Less than 3.5% of BC's population is comprised of First Nations peoples, but they account for 14% of all overdose events and 10% of overdose deaths.
1: They're dying for the lack of support of healing programs that they can relate to and understand.
12: Grand Chief Kelly says the money will be used to build two new Indigenous treatment centres, one in Vancouver Coastal Region, one in Fraser Salish Region. They'll also renovate, replace or rebuild six other facilities. All of the culturally sensitive treatment services provided, led by First Nations for First Nations. We've always known what's going on. We know, and it's, it's hard, you know, so we need, we need that support. We need the best of everything, given what's happened in our history. There is hope the federal government will step up with just as much, if not more, than what's already been announced. Folks here say with more support, more lives can be saved. Nadia Stewart, Global News. It's been a deadly week on Mount Everest, with
0: no fewer than seven people dying on its slopes.
2: And take a look at this picture because it sums up the traffic jam on the mountains, causing long delays that contributed to many of the deaths. This is peak climbing season due to usually good weather, but bad weather on Wednesday caused a huge lineup of climbers waiting their turn to get to the summit. Wow. Amazing.
0: That is the gross grind, but like a thousand times a
2: thousand times worse you're right
0: an artist in japan is getting a lot of attention for her amazing creations so realistic from a distance but there's a lot more to them when you look up close that's right after the forecast
2: let's check in with christy right now as we head into the weekend uh i think at this point we take half good but wow look at that rolling across that's cool shot
6: that's from the interior of West Kelowna area. I'm so glad you were able to see that. That's a thunderstorm cloud rolling through a pretty intense rain. Um, and uh, it was really explosive right across the province today. I have another shot from Wendy. You can see the clouds sort of bubbling up, and that's in Vernon. Look at the lightning strikes also. Thousands of them today. Uh, thankfully, uh, not too many fires have been ignited. We've had a good four, though, in this area, which is tinder dry right now. One fire of note, including in that. Um, we are going to see things settle down overnight, but there's going to be a focused ban of rain up along the eastern slopes of the Coast Mountain from the inland sections of the Central Coast right down into the South. So Fraser Canyon included in that, and we will see the rain develop overnight also. So your Saturday's looking a little soggy. However, in the afternoon, things dry up a little bit. We still do have a chance of showers, but for the most part, lower mainland should be dry. And I think likely around the dinner time hour, there's a Western sections could see a bit of sunshine as well. Smoky skies alert in place for northeastern corner of the province. High-level uh, fire uh, burning still. And uh, the high level is on the right-hand side, the eastern side of the fire. All the fire is actually, the, and the smoke is blowing towards the west into B.C. In fact, there's reports of that fire uh, being um, going as far as Prince George. We are expecting a shift of winds next week, but ne- we're going to see at least another two days of winds uh, towards the west. So smoky skies in through Fort Nelson, Fort St. John, and apparently down into Prince George also over the next two days. It'll come and go. It won't be consistent, but you'll certainly see that. It'll be a stormy day across the south. We'll see not consistent rain, but it will come and go with the risk of thunderstorms in the afternoon. For our region, we're hoping for drier weather by dinner time tomorrow. At least Sunday's looking a little brighter. And certainly next week looks like that trend will continue. I'll show you this. We started off with clouds and ending with clouds. It looks like a plane off in the distance there. Bob Young sent us that shot. There's a closer version of it.
2: Oh, it does. Oh, wow. Big 747 coming into land. Yeah, that That's is That's not a plane.
6: Amazing. Well, all right. Well, we've all cut
0: snowflakes out of paper at some point in our lives, but this Japanese artist takes it to an eye popping new level.
2: Take a look at this octopus made from a single sheet of paper by artist Masayo Fukuda every single minute detail cut out by hand with an X-Acto knife. Fukuda repairs clocks by day and spends about a month or two on each of her paper creations. She's been doing this for 27 years, but says smartphone photo resolution has finally improved to the point where she can actually show the minute details on social media. What? The detail. It's amazing. I
0: can't. I'm not. I can't even <laughs> really figure out how to do this paper snowflakes. <laughs> well, just imagine
6: the patience.
9: Yeah. I was just gonna say that. Wow. And you would hate to be near the end. Of the, uh, oh, oh, that would be. Get the scotch tape. No. You would. Oh no, the scotch tape wouldn't save it. You would flip out. Yeah. Okay. Squires here. But nice impressive. to see you.
2: Yes, nice to be back. By the way, thanks yeah, to everybody back. who showed up at uh, BC Sports Hall of Fame Gala oh, yes, last that night. That was very nice last
6: Sorry, night. we... They left, left me. No, I well, we had friends
0: yeah,
2: here. Was,
9: we only had three chairs. we sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll get a fourth next year. Yeah.
9: <laughs> One of the guys they brought in, so the new quarterback Mike Riley would have a pair of reliable hands to throw to, is Lamar Durant. He's a guy who has orange in his blood. He was a Lions fan when he was a kid, grew up in Coquitlam, played at SFU. A former Calgary Stampeder Peter, who was with Barry up in Kamloops.
4: All right, Lamar Durant, you're back in uh, your home province. Was uh, that a big factor in you deciding where you wanted to go and come free agent time?
13: Yeah, definitely. I always wanted to play at some point in my career in B.C., so um, when the opportunity presented itself and I heard, there was a good chance we we're getting Mike Riley then I was like hey this is an opportunity I got to jump on
4: yeah Mike Riley seems to be a bees to honey for all of you receivers uh, w- what is it about that guy obviously he's got a great pedigree he's been a champion but uh, just being around him for the first time what's it been like
13: it's just the natural leadership you see in him, right like once you start talking to him he's just a leader he's not trying to force it that's just who he is he's made to play this quarterback position
4: and of course he came from Calgary won some championships there you know Devon your head coach so I I guess has that been an an easy adjustment for you to to know your head coach?
13: Yeah definitely Uh, all those played a factor in uh, coming here for sure and you know, Devon, he's a funny guy. He likes to have fun, but he's serious. So I knew when he came here, uh, he was going to be a right move for this team and try to push us in the right direction. And the way things are going right now, I think that uh, everything's positive and it's looking like we could have a good season. And,
4: of course, being a Canadian receiver, that's uh, gold for any roster. Uh, do you have a feeling you can be a, a big contributor
13: here? For sure. That's always my goal is to come here and try to be the top. I don't even think about being a Canadian receiver. I think about just being a playmaker in general. But uh, Canadian obviously helps (laughs) with everything, so that's a bonus. But yeah, I came here. I'm expecting uh, myself to do big things. And I think uh, my team's kind of relying on me to be a big playmaker. So I'm just trying to make sure they can count on me.
4: All right. Lamar Durant and the Lions actually play their first preseason game Sunday in Edmonton.
9: Yeah, those those sunglasses do something He's for cool. Barry, Yeah, He's cool. The uh, Vancouver Whitecaps are home tomorrow against Dallas. Vancouver will likely be missing Joaquin Ardaiz and Daniel Henry, who are hurt. They might get back Jordy Reyna. It's possible to help the offense. And the offense has basically been offense by committee for the Whitecaps. Freddie Montero does have the most goals with four. But after that, you see a lot of players having scored goals that you wouldn't expect to score goals. Which is fine with head coach Mark DeSantos because... He doesn't really care who scores goals.
5: Me, offense in a soccer team uh, is uh, the ball going in the goal, and I really don't care who scores. uh, You know, the kind of stats of defenders score more than forwards. Who cares if you score? The team is about us, it's about a collective, and it's about everybody contributing, and I think they did a good job.
9: Oddsmakers think Kawhi Leonard and Toronto will win game six tomorrow and make the NBA Finals against Golden State. Raptors are two and a half point favorites to win this game against Milwaukee. The Raptors defense has bamboozled the Bucks. Toronto will have home court advantage against the Warriors if they make the finals. The New England Patriots showed their support for the Boston Bruins, who start the finals uh, next Monday against St. Louis. We've mentioned it many times how this is Boston's sports century so far. Six Super Bowl titles, including this year, four World Series championships, an NBA title. The Bruins, of course, won the Cup in 2011. All of these wins have come since 2001.
6: This this, this city has just always got some just crazy sport vibes going. <laughs> I don't know, and you know, right now it's the Bruins' turn, um, and it, it's 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 exciting to see a young team, a new team, go out there with some of the older guys that have been around uh, and, and compete at the highest level. So uh, I'm excited for them, and you know, I'll, I'll be at the games.
9: Okay, Jordan Spieth hasn't won since 2017 in the PGA oh, Tour the that. Open Championship. This is uh, Colonial, Fort Worth, and that's a birdie putt from a long way away for Jordan Spieth. Uh, He doesn't have the lead, but he had two impressive shots. Here's the other one on the 16th. He's at minus five. He's four off the lead, which is Jonas Blitz's right now. Merits Roger Stone. Sloan make that six back at three under par. There you go.
0: All right. Thanks, Squire. You're welcome. Let's check in with Jay Durant now for a look ahead to Global News at 11. Jay?
9: Thank you, Sophie. A rising young soccer star has been killed in a Surrey car crash. 19-year-old Vancouver Whitecaps prospect Brandon Bass, who was one of six people inside a Jeep that slammed into a light standard at 122nd Street and 78th Avenue last Saturday morning, RCMP confirmed today that Bassi has now died from his injuries. And there's a food recall to tell you about. Compliments brand chicken strips sold until May 1st may have salmonella contamination. Details in those stories and more when you join us tonight at 11.
0: All right, thanks for that, Jay.
9: All right,
2: Squires back with
9: satellite debris next.
0: But first, here's Kasia Badurka with five things to do with your family. Kasia.
14: We're getting into one of the busiest seasons for events and we first head to the Vancouver Convention Centre for Jurassic Quest. For a second weekend in town, you can visit living, breathing, even walking dinosaurs. This life-size, museum-quality dinosaur show is getting rave reviews. It's on all weekend. Number two brings us to Seabird Island Community near Agassiz. It's the 50th annual Seabird Island First Nations Festival, and it's got it all, from a powwow to war canoe races, cultural performances, games, and a barbecue. Celebrate the community while getting an inside look at Port Coquitlam's public works services. From water to waste, roads to parks, learn about it all at a free festival-style event. Saturday, check out the hands-on displays, the big, heavy machinery, kids' activities, and enjoy a barbecue. It's a hobby and an art form celebrated by so many. And the Richmond Carver Society is excited to put on their 30th annual wood carving show. Artistry in wood is this year's theme with over 300 impressive pieces on display. That's at Hugh McRoberts Secondary School in Richmond all weekend. Ladner May Days is celebrating Delta's 140th birthday and you're invited to the party. Family fun events are going on all weekend with the big parade happening Sunday in Ladner Village. Stick around after for the traditional Maypole dance and the crowning of the May Queen. For more, go to globalnews.ca slash five things.
8: Nobody looks like that It's just a load of chat I've got no doubt We're gonna look supreme Like fierce beauty queens The time has come for us To show the way we feel It's time to shout I am going out I'm going out I want the way.
6: Let's feel good about summer at Boots.
0: No, we have that song in our head.
9: I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's um, here's a commercial for Canal Plou in France, but you will notice that this was shot in Vancouver. You'll see the post office in one of these shots. Oh, Here we cool. go, yeah. <laughs>
4: we some fun. C'est qu'à la fin de l'épisode,
10: celui que tout le monde croyait être le tueur. Tout de suite, j'arrive, j'arrive. Hey. hey.
9: Yeah, so Sounds like, like the guy's or... telling you right to the end and then he walks away. Okay, so you wanted singing animals?
0: Yeah, or talking animals. Oh, okay.
9: Close. Would Muppets do? I think so. Okay, so Warburton's, which is a British, British bakery company, they pay big money to get big stars in their commercials. This time they brought the Muppets.
6: Mr.
14: Warburton, there's a Mr. The Frog here to see you.
9: What, the Mr. The Frog?
7: Mr. Warburton, is it true you're bringing out a giant crumpet?
4: Yes, but...
7: Well, sir, you have given me a fantastic idea for a Muppet extravaganza. Picture this, Johnny. It's the giant crumpet show! Ah! It's time to grab the toaster. It's time to take a bite. It's time for giant crumpets on the crumpet show tonight.
3: They're thick and super fluffy.
9: Oh, I know what that feels like. It's time for giant crumpets. <laughs> they big-
13: about myself toasting
9: crumpets? We'll eat them
7: for our breakfast We'll eat them as a treat We'll eat them with a couple
4: Watch a Coronation
7: Street yeah. What do you call a dog made out of bread? A crumpet! Ah. Yeah.
9: And now our very special guest Mr. Giant Crumpet himself Jonathan Warburton! Yeah. Uh, oh no! Uh, where's Mr. Warburton? So, is
5: it
3: true you're the world's biggest supplier of crumpets?
13: It's
7: time to hit the Ardell to get some bigger plates. It's time to get them toasted. Oh, sensational, inspirational, giantational, crumpetational.
4: This is called the Giant Crumpet Show.
7: Mad for it! So what do you say, Johnny?
9: Mm-hmm. That wasn't
3: half bad.
9: You're right. It was all bad.
2: I prefer the other one. Yeah, where is Stallone anyway? Oh.
9: <laughs> Merry crumpets, everybody.
10: That's
0: a
9: cost a lot of money. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, those, those Muppets don't work cheap. <laughs> <No>. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and their riders, Like, the things you have to have in their dressing rooms? Miss Piggy's especially. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
9: No brown M&M's. <laughs> no marionettes spoiled no delivery. green m no green that's right well no she likes she likes she,
0: <laughs> she likes, likes the green. she likes the frog <laughs>
9: but their love was unrequited <laughs> that's true
6: probably for the
0: best
9: probably all
6: right final uh, word on the weather sure so we do have a chance of showers overnight mostly it's tomorrow morning that we'll see the rain on and off through the early afternoon hours but i'm hoping for drier weather, weather later all, we
2: all right. right we all are that's yeah. right have a great weekend everyone we'll see you back here
8: monday